إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار قال الله جل وعلا في كتابه إنا كل شيء خلقناه بقدر Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in his Qur'an Indeed every single thing we have created with our decree Indeed every single thing that happens on this earth And happens in the heavens And happens in the seas and the oceans It is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala مَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُخْطِئَكَ وَمَا أَخْطَأَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُصِيبَكَ and everything that has afflicted mankind, it would have never missed them. And everything that has missed them, it would have never afflicted them. Everything in this creation is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah jalla wa'ala is al-qadir. And Allah jalla wa'ala is al-qadir. And Allah jalla wa'ala is al-muqtadir. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who decrees all of the affairs of the heavens and the earth. And when Allah Jalla wa'ala created the pen, He told the pen to write down every single thing that will take place until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth, every single thing that would take place in the creation of Allah Jalla wa'ala was written and was recorded and guarded and preserved. This is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the decree of Allah Jalla wa'ala is perfect and it coincides with his infinite knowledge and wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala as he says in the quran he is the all-knowing he is the all-wise subhanahu wa ta'ala so allah jalla wa'ala is the all-knowing he knows everything that will ever happen he knows what is in the hearts of man he knows what they will say and what they will do and he is the all-wise there is nothing that happens in the creation of Allah Jalla wa'ala except there is a wisdom behind it. There is nothing that Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees except there is a reason and a wisdom behind it. There is nothing that Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees except that the believers can look at it and benefit from it. 
in this life and in the hereafter. And as we know the tragic event that took place today in New Zealand, where some of our beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, they were killed. And we ask Allah to grant them martyrdom. But they were killed when they were preparing themselves for the Friday prayer. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that every single action that indeed the actions are by their endings. They will be taken up insha'Allah ta'ala to Allah jalla wa'ala with the Jum'ah prayer written in front of them that this is the action that they were preparing for. This is the action that they will meet Allah jalla wa'ala with. That they were preparing for the Friday prayer. They were preparing for the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is what Allah jalla wa'ala decreed for them. And this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for their lives to be taken in this manner. There is no affliction that ever happens in this creation except it is by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one could say if only they were not there. No, they would have been there because Allah jalla wa'ala decreed for them to be there. No one could say if only they were somewhere else, they would have died in another day. No, this is how Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed that they would die. They would die in this manner and they would be raised in this manner. This would be the last action that they would do. These would be the last statements that they would say. These would be the last beliefs that they would have. Because this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for them. And when a Muslim looks at an event like this, he remembers a number of things. And he can benefit from this in a number of ways. Firstly, he knows that Allah Jalla wa'ala has decreed death upon his creation. So he knows just like Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed for them to be taken back to Allah Jalla wa'ala in this way, he will also have to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he does not know when his day would be and what his final actions would be. But if he continuously remembers Allah Jalla wa'ala and he praises and he glorifies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frequently, then when death strikes, he could be from those who were also remembering Allah at the point of his death. And he could be resurrected with ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Jalla wa'ala says in the Quran, Kullu nafsin maut, That every soul shall taste death. And Allah Jalla wa'ala says, Aina ma maut, kuntum That wherever you may be, wherever you may be, death will find you. Death will strike, even if you were in a well-guarded fortress. What greater place is there to be than the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preparing for the greatest ibadah of the week. And then Allah jalla wa'ala decrees for your soul to be taken. Not only did Allah jalla wa'ala decree for their soul to be taken, He decreed for them to be killed. And He decreed for them inshaAllah ta'ala to be martyrs and shuhada that will have the virtues of the akhirah. A virtue that every Muslim aspires to. A virtue that every Muslim desires for himself. To be able to meet Allah Jalla wa'ala and die upon a good deed. To be able to meet Allah Jalla wa'ala and die upon shahada and martyrdom. So we ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to forgive them all. And we ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to raise their status in the akhirah. And we ask Allah Jalla wa'ala to accept them from the shuhada. So this is the first lesson that the believers can take from this that we will be returned back to Allah Jalla wa'ala. We may be taken by sudden death, or we may be given time and indication that we are going to die. But the matter that no one can deny is that we will return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and all of our deeds will be presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لِيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا بِمَا عَمِلُوا وَيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا بِالْحُسْنَى So Allah can reward those who have sinned with the punishment and Allah can reward those who have done good deeds with good in the hereafter. This is the first lesson, brothers and sisters, that we can take from the event that took place this morning. The second thing that we cannot take place from today is that the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are one body. Allah jalla says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ إِخْوَةٍ That indeed the believers are brothers. The Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are one body. So just like a Muslim would feel it, if something happened to his mother, or his father, or his brother, or his sister, or his children, he should also feel it that it has happened to his brothers and sisters in New Zealand or anywhere else in the world. Because we are one body. And the Prophet ﷺ said, if any part of this body has been affected, the entire body should feel it. So this should be a wake-up call to the Ummah of Muhammad ﷺ. That some of our brothers and some of our sisters, their lives have been taken through oppression and injustice on this earth. Whether it be the events that took place today, or it, is the, or, or it is the events that are taking place in Iraq and Syria every day. Or the things that are being taking place in Africa or in Asia or in Burma or anywhere else in the world. This should be a wake-up call to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That these are our brothers and these are our sisters. And if we are not there to support them, if we are not there to help them, if we are not there to comfort their families, then we will be accountable on your Qiyamah by Allah Jalla wa'ala. Because they are, they are our families. So when we find our mother has lost her child in this tragic event, how are we going to help her and comfort her and support her? How as an ummah, collectively, are we going to relieve the distress from these families? This is a duty upon every Muslim because they are our families. Every single Muslim in the world is from our family. Every single Muslim in the world is from our blood. Every single Muslim in the world, inshallah ta'ala, will be together with us in Jannah because we are the Ummah of Jannah and we are the Ummah that Allah Jalla wa'ala has promised the glad tidings to. So this is a lesson that we can also take from this. That how much love do we actually have for this Ummah? Are we willing to sacrifice our wealth for this Ummah? Are we willing to sacrifice our time with dua and ibadah to Allah Jalla wa'ala in support of this ummah? Are we willing to stand up for this ummah and supporting them with our tongues? Are we here to stand up for the ummah and supporting them in any way that we can? This is what we will be asked about by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So this is the second point of benefit that we can take from events like this. Another point of benefit that we can also take from events like this is that a Muslim should always look at things in the best possible way. Because Allah Jalla wa'ala is Al-Hakim. And Allah Jalla wa'ala is Al-Alim. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most wise. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most knowledgeable subhanahu wa ta'ala as He knows everything. Everything He decrees has a wisdom behind it. And this wisdom is sometimes to wake up the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To make them look at these events and take positives from these events so they can better themselves and they can better their communities and they can better their families and they can increase their rank in the hereafter. 
We find that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ Amazing are the affairs of the believer. Amazing are the affairs of the believers. إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٍ وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ إِلَّا لَهُ Indeed, all of his affairs are good. All of his affairs are good without exception. And this is for no one other than the believer. Amazing are the affairs of the believers. All of their affairs are good. And this is for no one other than the believer. When the Prophet said, all of their affairs are good. It means every single thing that happens to them on this earth, whether it be a blessing that they see from Allah or they see it to be a calamity, every single thing for the believer is good. Whether the person has been taken from this land and he has been thrown into the sea, or whether a mountain has been crushed upon him, or whether he has been struck by fire from the sky, every single thing for the believer is good. This is the meaning of the hadith of the Prophet Amazing are the affairs of the believers. Every single one of his affairs are good. And this is for no one other than him. If something good happens to him, something that is pleasing to him happens to him, he turns to Allah Jalla and he thanks him. And this is better. If something happens to him which is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he increases in his provisions, he increases in his family or his health, or so he is blessed with something. And he turns to Allah Jalla wa'ala and he thanks Allah Jalla wa'ala with his heart by acknowledging this blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He thanks Allah Jalla wa'ala with his tongue by praising and glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he thanks Allah Jalla wa'ala with his limbs by using this blessing in the pleasure of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Kana khayran lahu. This will be better for him. And he will be rewarded for these blessings that have come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَإِنْ أَصَابَتُوا and if he is afflicted by harm, he is afflicted by a calamity, something severe and great happens to him, and he is patient, and he will be, and it will be better for him. If a Muslim now he loses members of his family, this is the test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is from the wisdom of Allah Jalla wa'ala to test him in this manner. If he is patient, he will be rewarded because there was a death in his family. Look at the blessing and the ni'mah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a person had been faced and tried with a calamity, this calamity could be the reason for his jannah. This calamity could be the reason for his elevation in the akhirah. This calamity could be the reason for him to attain the infinite pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if he is patient, and if the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when they are tried by Allah jalla wa'ala, and they are tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if they remain patient in these tests, and they do not complain and say, oh Allah, why did you do this to the, our, why did you, did you do this to our people? Why were the Muslims killed and you complain to Allah jalla wa'ala like this? If you complain, you lose everything. But if you remain patient, you say, we know this was the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know that this was meant to happen. We know that this was the infinite wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and we glorify Allah Jalla wa'ala for calamities. We glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we say, Praise be to you, O Allah, that you allowed me to remain patient and the ummah patient in a time like this. Our station will be elevated in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We also find from events like this, this is a means for shaitan to deter the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the correct path. Allah Jalla wa'ala says in the Quran, إِنَّمَا ذَلِكُمُ الشَّيْطَانِ يُخَوِّفُ أَوْلِيَاءَهُ فَلَا تَخَافُوهُمْ وَخَافُونِ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ He said, indeed, this is the shaytan. He wants to bring fear into the hearts of the believers through his helpers. This is the shaytan. He wants the believers, the Muslims, to fear the helpers and the assistants of the shaytan. Then Allah says, فَلَا تَخَافُوهُمْ وَخَافُونِ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Do not fear them, but fear me if you are truly believers. What does this verse in the Quran mean? إِنَّمَا ذَلِكُمُ الشَّيْطَانِ يُخَوِّفُ أَوْلِيَاءَهُ This is the shaytan. He is putting the fear in the hearts of the Muslims through his awliya, through his helpers. Those people who carry out the attacks today, there is no doubt on this earth, they are from the helpers of the shaytan. And the shaytan wants the believers now to fear people like this. And they want the people, the Muslims, to fear now these policies. That they could be individuals now that will come into masajid. And they may attack Muslims. There may be people outside now that hate Muslims. So they may attack us. And this will bring fear into the hearts of the believers when they see people around them. So they will lose some of their Islamic principles and they will drop and let go of some of their Islamic principles in fear of their religion, fearing that they are Muslims now. And this is the plan of the shaitan. He wants to put the fear of his helpers in the hearts of the believers so they leave the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wants to put the fear of his helpers in the hearts of the believers so they leave the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you will find now, some of the parents will become overprotective of their children. I do not want you to wear hijab outside, because you may be attacked. I do not want you to have a grow a beard outside, because you may be attacked. I do not want you to portray any of the symbols of Islam in public, in fear that they may be attacked, to the extent that they may leave their salah, because they cannot pray in front of their colleagues, because they cannot pray in work, they cannot pray in their universities or their schools. Because shaitan has won over them. Because events like this, he tries to strike fear into the hearts of the believers. So the Muslim community now will be scared that if we go outside and we portray our Islam, there are people outside that hate our religion, they may attack us. So let us not portray our Islam in public. Let us conceal our Islam within ourselves and behind closed doors. And this is how the shaitan works. And Allah Jalla wa'ala mentioned this in the Qur'an. فَلَا تَخَافُوهُمْ وَخَافُونِ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ Do not fear them, but fear me if you are truly believing. They may give you punishment in this earth. أَلِفْ لَا مِينَ أَحَسِبَ النَّاسِ أَيُتْرَكُوا أَيَّقُولُوا آمَنَّا وَهُمْ لَا يُفْتَنُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, did the people bethink? Did the people, did it cross their mind? Did they think that they will say, we are believers? And then they will not be tested? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested those who came before them. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows those who are truthful and those who are lying. So being a believer means you will be tested in this life. Because how will you enter Jannah without being tested? But it doesn't mean that because we will be tested, that we will have fear in our hearts for the helpers of the shayateen. That we will have fear in our hearts for those who help and propagate the word of the shaytan. And those who try and strike fear into the hearts of the believers. The Muslim will never fear them. Because he knows that Allah Jalla wa'ala is the only one that can benefit him. And Allah Jalla wa'ala is the only one that can harm him. And if Allah Jalla wa'ala decree for a calamity to strike upon mankind, no one will be able to avert it. And if Allah Jalla wa'ala decree for a calamity to miss mankind, no one will be able to direct it towards them. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam imprinted this belief in the heart of a young boy as a lesson to his entire ummah. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, and if the entire creation they got together, if the entire creation got together and they wanted to benefit you with something, they could not benefit you unless Allah Jalla Wa'ala decreed so. And if the entire creation got together and they wanted to harm you, they will never be able to harm you until Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees. Telling the believers, do not fear the enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not fear the helpers of the shayateen. Do not lessen your religion and be scared of your identity and ashamed that you are a believer because you fear the harm from the enemies of Allah Jalla wa'ala and from the helpers of the shayateen. وَلِلَّهِ الْعِزَّةُ وَلِرَسُولِهِ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Honor and might belongs to Allah and His Messenger and the believers. We have to continuously remind ourselves that we are the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We inshallah ta'ala are the people of Jannah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَنَذَرْتُ فَإِذَا سَوَادٌ عَظِيمٌ When the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked, he saw a great people. And in some narrations, it says he looks to the right, he looks to the left, he looks in front of him. As far as the eye could see, he could see people. And it was said to him, these are your people. These are your people. The greatest inhabitants of Jannah, the majority of Jannah, will be the people of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How can a Muslim ever be ashamed of his religion? How could he ever be afraid of the helpers of the shaitan? When he knows he is from the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These calamities, they remind us of this. Allah Jalla wa'ala knows that shaitan is going to try whatever he can to put fear into the hearts of the believers. But do not fear them. Do not fear them. Because Allah Jalla wa'ala created them. Allah Jalla wa'ala has power over everything that they do and say. And Allah Jalla wa'ala is going to bring every single one of them to account. When the believers, they see the disbelievers being flung into the fire of Jahannam. And the disbelievers are crying, asking for help, asking even Allah Jalla wa'ala to take their souls because they cannot bear the punishment of Jahannam. And the believers are laughing at them. Yes, Allah Jalla wa'ala mentioned that they will be laughing at them. They will be laughing at them when they are burning. They will be laughing at them when they are being punished and they are being tormented and tortured. And then we think that we are afraid of Islam and we are afraid of portraying our Islam in this life. No, let them laugh in this life because we will laugh in the hereafter. And do not fear them in this life. And because they will have to face the wrath of Allah Jalla wa'ala in the Akhirah. So these events remind the believers 
that true might and true honor and dignity belongs to the believers. There is no need for us to hide our identity and be ashamed of who we are or to fear the helpers of the shaitan because they will burn with the shaitan. As for the believers, Allah Jalla wa'ala raises their ranks through calamities like this, through their patience and their gratitude and their thanks to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just like the believers were tested today, every single believer will be tested. We ask Allah Jalla wa'ala, they have passed their test. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to also pass our test. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم Brothers and sisters in Islam, this should be a wake-up call for every single one of us to look into ourselves and ask ourselves this question. If we were put in a place like them and someone now, for example, came into this masjid, and they were to kill every single one of us. Do we have enough good deeds to present in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we stand in front of Him? This is a question that we all need to ask ourselves. And something that we all need to reflect over. If Allah jalla wa'ala decreed for our lives to be taken away from us at this very moment, are we ready now to have everything that we have done in this life to be presented in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in front of the entire creation on Yawm al-Qiyamah. Every single thing that we have done, every single thing that we have said, every time that we have obeyed Allah, and also every time that we have disobeyed Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is one of the, this is probably the greatest point of reflection from events like this. So what do we do now? That we know, and every single one of us knows, and we can all attest to this, that if this was to happen to us right now, we are not ready to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need that extra bit of time to turn to Him and to repent to Him. We need that extra bit of time to increase in our good deeds, to resolve all of the problems that we have, that we have caused in this life. We need that bit of time. So let us use whatever Allah Jalla wa'ala has given us of our life to turn back to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, to repent to Him for everything that we have done, to increase in our good deeds, and to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection that He allows us to die upon Islam and Iman. This is what we need to do, brothers and sisters. And if we have used this calamity as a point of reflection to better ourselves, then insha'Allah ta'ala this calamity will be for us on Yawm Al-Qiyamah and it will not be against us on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant every single one of us a good ending in this life. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our scales with good deeds. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the last part of our life the best part of our life in terms of Iman. 
We ask Allah Jalla wa ala to allow us to enter the highest Jannah without punishment and trial. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of our brothers and sisters who passed away today. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to elevate their status in the Akhirah. We ask Allah Jalla wa ala to grant them the highest Jannah without punishment and trial. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be merciful to all of the believing Muslim, Muslim men and women on this earth. Those who have passed away and those who are still alive. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant victory to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To instill Iman in all of our hearts. To allow us to implement Iman with our limbs. We ask Allah Jalla wa ala to give victory to this Ummah and to destroy all of the helpers of the Shayateen. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sallam.